Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is titled, You Need a Reminder. And this word is for those who are going through a season and a process where you're not yet seeing the full manifestation of God's word and the promises he's spoken over your life. In a way, I think we can all draw something from this word because we are each waiting on the Lord to usher us into our place of destiny and help us achieve the things he has called us to. You might not be there yet, my friend, but you are indeed on your way. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you're listening to this podcast. It's Deanna Hobbs here bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever and some fresh inspiration on this Monday, March 30th, 2020 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. It's currently 41 degrees and rainy here in Buffalo, New York, and I'm broadcasting from my home studio as we are all still practicing social distancing amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Whether you feel sick or not, it's important to keep others in mind who have vulnerable immune systems and may not be able to fight off the virus if they contract it. Also, if you'd like to join our organization's campaign to provide resources to food banks that are running short on food, please donate at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. A lot of precious families are struggling right now. Breadwinners have lost their jobs and many more families above and beyond what is typical are needing food and assistance and your donations are supporting them today. So it's important that we make sacrifices for those who have less than we do. Daily Cup family, our ministry received a touching testimony from Cheryl in Atlanta, whose friend, a teacher, tested positive for coronavirus. She asked that we keep her friend's name confidential for privacy purposes. And Cheryl said, I was fearful for her health because she suffers from asthma and the prognosis isn't great for those who have underlying conditions. I wanted to keep my friend's spirits high and be there for her, but I could not visit her. I was worried, so I asked your prayer warriors to pray for her. She's doing great. Her symptoms are gone. She has no more fever. She's strong and feeling 100%. Thank you and your team for your prayers and for your encouragements that kept me trusting God and standing strong in faith through it all. Well, praise God, Cheryl. That puts the biggest smile on my face. I know that prayer is powerful and effective and God is able to heal all manner of diseases and carry us through anything. Thank you for sharing this testimony. Can we get a praise break right here? and inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org donate. Thank you for your generosity. All right, it is time for a word from God, but first a prayer. God, thank you for gathering us together today to hear from you. Please anoint my lips, give me what to say, and minister to the heart of the hearer so they will know without a doubt that they have heard from heaven today. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Daily Cut family, when I was younger, my dad would take me to school sometimes, and some days I would catch the bus. Well, on one of the mornings when dad drove me to my high school in our old beat-up 16-passenger van, something truly embarrassing happened. To give you a bit of context, the van was in pretty poor condition. The body of it didn't look too good, the sliding doors on it were a different color than the rest of the van's exterior, and inside there was a hole in the floor. Also, the front passenger side seat wasn't bolted down to the floor, so it would tip over if we made a hard turn. So now that you have a clearer picture of the van, imagine the sun shining on a crisp, cool day. Dad pulls up in front of Bennett High School, and I hurry to get out of the van so nobody would see me because, as you know, school kids can be pretty cruel. Well, unfortunately, in the process of hastily jumping out of the van, I knocked the passenger passenger seat over and it came tumbling out of the van into the street. Imagine the seat of the van lying on the ground and me rushing away from this humiliating scene as fast as my legs would carry me. But my father, who cared nothing about high school bullies or my teenage ego, called out my name in a loud voice. He said, Deanna, get back here and pick this seat up. Let me tell you, Daily Cut family, if I had special powers to evaporate into thin air, I would have snapped my fingers and made it happen. It was tough, but as quickly as I could, I turned around, picked the seat up off the ground, put it back in the van, and closed the door. When I was walking toward the front doors of the school, I saw in my peripheral vision some kids standing in a group looking at me, giggling, and of course, the teasing began. Let's just say that was not a a good day. It was one of the most embarrassing moments of my young life. Nobody likes to be made fun of, right? Embarrassing moments are tough for everybody. And I was reading about a particularly embarrassing moment in 1 Samuel 25. This Bible story centers on a very wealthy man who lived in a place called Carmel, and his name was Nabal. He had thousands of goats and sheep and was married to a beautiful and intelligent woman named Abigail. And David the worshiper, the warrior, the future king of Israel, wasn't financially stable at this time. He was in the wilderness on the run from jealous King Saul. He was running low on food supplies for him and his men, but he knew Nabal was rich. And so David sent 10 of his men to respectfully ask Nabal to give them some food and whatever he could spare. But Nabal, who the Bible says was mean, cruel, and surly, insulted and disrespected David and then refused to offer anything. And when David heard this, he was angry. His ego was bruised. It was an embarrassing moment for him. So he told 400 of his men to strap on their swords and get armed for battle. He was about to kill every male in Nabal's household. So when Nabal's wife, Abigail, heard about what happened and realized the danger her husband had put them in by disrespecting David in this way, the Bible says she moved quickly and took a whole bunch of bread, wine, some roasted grain, cakes of raisins and other things, loaded them on donkeys and made her way to David. When she got to where David was, Abigail bowed down before him, asked for permission to speak, and then apologized profusely on her husband Nabal's behalf. She told David that her husband was a fool and that is actually what his name meant. 
and that David should not avenge himself because God was about to elevate him to the throne. I want to read specifically what she said in verses 30 through 31. Abigail said to David, when the Lord has fulfilled for my Lord every good thing he promised concerning him and has appointed him ruler over Israel, my Lord will not have on his conscience the staggering burden of needless bloodshed or of having avenged himself. And when the Lord your God has brought my Lord success, remember your servant. Abigail didn't say if the Lord, she said when the Lord has fulfilled every good thing he promised, when the Lord brings you success. That's evidence that Abigail believed God and she was confirming for David, who was in a tough position in the wilderness, that God would bring him out. Here David was, living off the kindness of strangers, and this fool Nabal had made him feel like nothing, but God used Nabal's wife not only to give David natural bread, but to give him some food for his soul. Friends, Satan loves to kick you when you're down, belittle you, and make you feel like nothing. But God used Abigail to remind David that his future destiny was greater than his present reality. And David had a word from God, and the word of the Lord was going to come to pass. It was not a matter of if, but when, but David just needed a reminder. Sometimes we need somebody to remind us that God is faithful. And if we hold on a little while longer, everything will be all right. I believe it was the Lord who stirred up Abigail's spirit. It was God who used her to put David in remembrance of what God said about him. And I believe that God is using me as he used Abigail in scripture to encourage somebody listening to this podcast who is currently in the wilderness and let you know that it's only a matter of time before you see him do everything he promised. I know you might be going through hard times today. You might be struggling, but you need a reminder that you're yet on the road to your breakthrough and God has not forgotten about you. In this Bible story, the Bible says when Abigail returned home, Nabal, who had done David wrong, was drunk and partying like a king. But the very next day, after he sobered up, she told Nabal all that happened with David and Nabal's heart failed him. And about 10 days later, scripture says God struck Nabal and he died. After Nabal's death, David sent for Abigail and asked her to be his wife and she agreed. As you see, the Lord avenged David's honor. David didn't have to do anything personally. The Lord stepped in for David and you need a reminder that he'll step in for you too. Don't get sidetracked by the attacks and insults of the enemy. The devil loves to use people and things to make you feel inferior, insecure, incapable, incompetent, and unlikely to be successful in the areas God has called you to. But through this word today, God is telling you your season of manifestation is coming. Your breakthrough is coming. Your victory is coming. Your healing is coming. Provision is coming. Your change is coming. The wilderness is not permanent. The struggle won't last always. God always keeps his promises and you will see his word come to pass. As Abigail told David, I'm telling you, the Lord will fulfill every good thing he promised. To remind you that God is a covenant keeper who always performs his word. I'm stirring 1 Thessalonians 5 and 24 in the New American Standard Bible into your cup of inspiration, which says, faithful is he who calls you and 
and he also will bring it to pass. As you drink down the contents of your cup, take this reminder and rejoice in knowing that the one who is faithful and reliable will do just what he said and bring you out of this wilderness and into your place of promise. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. I come against discouragement, self-doubt, worry, fear, or any attack of the enemy that has come to undermine their faith. I thank you for sending this word of confirmation to let them know that surely you will keep your promises and perform every word you have spoken over their life. We come into agreement and declare that it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com. Thank you.